751, written by Steve Orlando with art by Jan Dersima, Ramil Fajardo Jr., and Pat Rousseau. Now that Wonder Woman has decided to move to Boston for some reason, she's going to have to prove that she's not a danger to the city and is being observed by her neighbor and Boston police officer, Nora Nunez, to prove just that. Too bad that Nora didn't realize the entire issue storm that threatened the people of the city was actually Wonder Woman's fault, because if she did, I doubt she would have been so hip on the demigoddess moving in. Beyond that, though, it looks like Diana is going to have to her hands full with classic villains of hers, Von Gunn and devastation, not to mention the time-traveling magical knight Iron Maiden has also made her way not only to our time, but to Boston. Yeah, it's it's a weird concept. It, it's a it's pretty much a trope, you know, the idea. Oh, a hero moves into the neighborhood. There goes the neighborhood. They're going to blow it up. There goes the neighborhood. Yeah, even uh, we were doing the uh, Green Lantern Corps New Fifty Two book, and Guy Gardner applied to be a football coach for a high school, and he couldn't get the job because you're going to be attacked by things. So you have this Insurance all the time. This. Yeah, yeah, you, you have this all the time. At this point, you got to make it a little more clever in my mind. You can't just have one solo police officer from the Boston Police Department just move in next door to watch her. This, to me, number one, would be a government level thing. So kind of like in uh, Supergirl. More like in Supergirl, but in a Boston type deal because the idea of the Boston like you government in your blurb. Yeah, the Boston <laughs> government or the whole police or come to her and say, you want to live in Boston, you got to work with us. Like, I would not mind if Wonder Woman actually was like a member of the Boston Police Department. Diana Prince, go, Boston she, PD. I'm telling you, she can go to the, get them police selfies, Academy beat six, the crap out Wonder of them selfies. They deserve it, right? You can go wow. and beat the crap out of those people. But you end up, I, I'm telling you, it's just like South Philly. It's all, you know, all the problems. Don't in the you put South. down South oh, Philly, you call South it just Boston. Uh, so you go, I would have liked it to be more along those lines not a we're kind of undercover but i'm going to reveal i'm undercover by putting a gun in your face but then reveal that i'm just watching you this is the weirdest part of this whole thing we had to have the cliffhanger last time where wonder woman did come home and then she had a gun drawn or freeze wonder woman so this time we see it's nora nunez who i thought was the fun like kind of a like you know a nosy neighbor type i thought it was gonna be a good time going for it is but but now she's more hardcore i thought she was kind of a bumbling kind of know-it-all like nosy kind of neighbor kind of thing from like that was a sitcom kind of trip that would almost figure out things and you know it was more time. like that was just a put on just to go, yeah. like, you know, be undercover to, as this whole thing, just to say, freeze, Wonder Woman. Yeah, I'm going to be true. shadowing you now to prove to the, you know, the officials of Boston that you are not a danger or you are a danger. Or you are. And it have seems to move like or I stay. D- it seems like she's on the line of, I want to prove you're a danger. Like she's skewing that way. But also she's like, the first test, the worst you, you failed. You failed the first test because I said that thing about fish in microwaves. You out. 
It's so weird, this whole deal with her with the I, I gotta give I'll tell you, this is a good thing to happen because as soon as Wonder Woman moved in, she had to go down and tear up the waterfront with Cheetah. So yes, yeah. right away, she has right. a check so mark against her. She should already be kicked out. There's no way she should still stay. And if, they, and they and even if Nora Nunes was a better shadow thing, like, you know, shadow that, like, two Wonder yeah. Woman, she would realize by the end of this issue that, that strike two in Boston is strike two and you're out because this whole winter storm that is causing destruction throughout the city to the point where we actually have Etta Candy's new, like, you know, non Nonprofit organization that goes in and devastated, like, you know, area stuff like this and hands out like food and all these different things. It's a triple S program she has. She actually has to show up for how bad the storm is, better like give relief to people because of the Wonder Woman bringing the dark fates around who caused the storm trying to get her attention. Causing it because Wonder Woman's there. And it's funny, they didn't have this. This was a little bit of a prequel part of this that's not on the comic. You you ended up having it and she starts this relief program and she's like, I'm going to call it site support. I'm going to call it the SS. And, uh, no, Edda, you got it. Okay, sustenance. That's why that's it's not a good joke. Then that's triple. I'm just trying to keep up with your nonsense. But you end up with this odd deal, like you said. The whole issue, I can't get past the fact that Wonder Woman is spelling out completely, especially really digging in after the Superman identity reveal and things like that. The idea that she's all about truth, and she is the truth goddess. That's you know, Steve Orlando really queen. wants to push this. So she's the truth queen. She just doesn't tell the fine details. That's not look, look, telling uh, You can tell lie. the truth all the time. You still have to tell the exact truth. That's, yeah. Well, not you don't have everything. to go too far because, indeed, at the end of this issue, Wonder Woman should sit down at the table with Nora and say, listen, I understand Boston, you know, their concerns, and you're right. I am now going to go live in my own fortress of solitude in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. It's something like that because she is now going back in, to Themyscira. <laughs> she ended up ripping apart the pla- cheetah's only there for her. And then you end up in then silencer, just rooting tooting silencer shows up. She's shooting up the place. And then also now that the fates, the dark fates have shown up because Wonder Woman's there, and it's all because of her. Stark face up. The exactly- thing is, that is a weird part because I really get excited for what Steve Orlando did with bringing in the characters at the end. But these dark faces that we've been dealing with, it just feels like almost like a relic of what we were dealing with before. Like we couldn't stop telling that Cheetah, you're the villain story. Where before that, we also had Grail and the Dark Face, and they were all intertwined. We've kind of left Grail behind. We moved on the Dark Face with Cheetah for them reanimate, like remaking the God Slayer Sword. And this, these dark faces, I'm like, even at the one point, I think when we first saw them, there was like four or five of these things now we're down to three fates dark faces are and i don't really understand these chaos characters that were trapped in themiscara that na- are now out and about and they're just always in the background and even here when they do show up when wonder woman realizes which is the most ridiculous thing a lightning strike comes down and hits her bracers and then <laughs> nora Nunez like man that was like an h-bomb like you are standing right next to her. What do you You're mean? You're standing it was like an right H-bomb. there. You are I don't think fine. you've looked into this. Really. Well, we I have don't this, think you looked into ma- an H-bomb. We have a magical lightning strike that's going to lead Wonder Woman. I'm like, as long as she keeps getting struck by this lightning, it's going to lead her where she – it just leads her out into the ocean where she's told by, by these dark fates, like, we don't like you, Wonder Woman. Meh. Yeah. I really wanted her hair to be all frizzed out. She's like, by the end, she's like, really? I'm having a bad hair day, dark fates. Stop it. Uh, and in this, though, you do – Steve Orlando and whether or not Rocky will shake his fist at me and a lot of people don't like the way that wonder woman has been portrayed steve orlando he does seem to really want to give you the compassion and the love of wonder woman that's one of his oh, yeah, we spent things. a lot and of this issue just with her like trying to save people and like you know give people relief and stuff like that the doc's gonna be all screwed up like with 
all the f- waves and the storm coming in, she's going to hold the dock still until everybody gets away and stuff like that. Why were they on that dock in the middle of the winter? I, I don't get it. Yeah, they weren't fishing. They're just running. They were out there doing stuff, drugs. I think they were They were often yeah, out there on that dock, dock. drugs. You know what happens. The dock is a gateway uh, structure to heroin. Uh, you end up, though, while this is all going on, that I do like where instead of Nora showing up and going through the, the day in the life of Wonder Woman, which is crazy, it's not the, oh, look at me, I can punch everything and I can do this. She is seeing the compassion, the love, and all that with you know, Wonder no, Woman. No, she's though, being told the compassion and love well, through Etta Candy who puts well, her that's to work. The thing, because that's I like it though, because Wonder Woman she's busy. She's doing things. And yeah, all of a sudden Nora's like, I didn't sign up for this. She's now all of a sudden she's moving boxes. She's doing things for the deal. But it does end up being part. Now, again, this is a Boston police officer that I imagine that she's gonna have to fill out a report that I, I just wonder this report, you know, Wonder Woman. Uh Woman to be trusted. I was there with it's so odd that this isn't a like a reporter that's there thinking of doing this and all that. That it's one police officer just feels weird to me, but she's being told through actions and Etta. Etta is pretty much the hype woman oh, yeah. here. You know, flavor flavor in the house just screaming and yelling, yeah, boy, as everything goes on. Uh but it all goes back to the idea that all this is happening because Wonder Woman's there. The the one thing that they're afraid of is coming to fruition right here. It, it's coming to roost. And Wonder Woman doesn't really let them know. Does it just like, eh, I went and I stopped what was going on because it is the dark well, fates. Well, even when the dark fates come and the whole thing is like, we dark fates have spent too long in chaos. Yours is a new world to soil and <laughs> you are the only obstacle. And the whole thing. So like, they pretty much say, meh, and they freaking disappear. When they disappear, the storm goes away. Everything goes away. Man, the storm went away, and this whole thing is like, all right, well, it's back to my daily life. That was a crazy storm. I'm like, they never talk about the idea that the dark fates like, were well, after here's Wonder exact Woman. Things. Here's the exact thing. Nora gets a hold of her and the truth queen herself. Yeah. What happened out there, Wonder Woman? I do not exactly know, Nora. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a, There's a battle, battle to come. To come. It's There's a battle to come. Is this battle going to be in Boston? Well, if I'm living there. No, I don't think so. The whole but yeah, thing this- is, she could have told more of this whole thing and then added, this is candy. I could use both of you at the activation site. Storm's dead. I'm like, you, you just need a cleanup now is what you need. Thank God, because then Wonder Woman would have to tell the whole truth. Yeah, that, and with this, too, when she goes, dark fates, here I am. And they just look goofy. They're, you know, lightning all over the place. And this is where Steve Orlando, in my mind, he's getting into his, you know, crazy dialogue. And not even just crazy dialogue, but they don't really say much. You know, this whole idea, the dark fates have spent too long in chaos. Yours is a new world to soil. And you, the only obstacle. If our cheetah failed Uh to cow, you perhaps, we get another prince. And you never set up anything. It's just them there yelling, disappearing. (laughs) And then later you end up having a setup of things that doesn't necessarily well, seem to back, be full pretty from much, that. Even if, you know, Diana did spell out the truth to Nora here, they're sitting down on the porch having a beer. The whole thing is like, look, I'm not perfect. Danger and chaos do follow me. I'm like, right there. Like, don't continue your speech because I'm not signing off. You get out of Boston, go back to Virginia, do whatever you have to do. Just get out of Boston because I don't want to have to put up with this nonsense. That's that's why she gave her a beer. She's getting her drunk. She's going to write this report yeah, drunk. Nora's she's not going to remember. Also, you see Nora. Look at the way she's holding that beer. And that it with bothers me every time. I know the way it's like almost Almost with her hand all the way around in a weird position. It's not just holding it. It's a weird way that I what do you think know the, about the holding hand. beer. 
telling you that I can see how you hold a bottle. I mean, really, baby. But you end up with it just felt weird. You're a baby with the bottle. So then you go off, and now we're going to see what is legitimately the upcoming threat. That's the, the upcoming thing. threat. We, we, have, we, have, like, we have established Wonder Woman now in Boston. Now we're going to establish the new status quo of Wonder Woman because we're moving all like beyond the year of the villain and Cheetah and all that stuff. We now have Wonder Woman who's not doing things for the gods. She's in a new location. She's without Steve Trevor. She has a new neighbor slash best friend, baby, Nora Nunez. But now we have to establish the new the new real story that Steve Orlando is going to tell. And the thing is with this, I do get excited because it's not all the time that we get to deal with new stuff in Wonder Woman and not always just deal with Cheetah and the gods and all these different things. When we go back to these new, cla- huh? more classic characters. They are old characters. I'm saying they're, that, but, they're new to us. I'm saying but yeah. they're not characters that you have seen in a long time. No, we haven't. But uh, you end up even before that uh, when Wonder Woman was going around, they had these crazy looters, these jerk-offs that end up the going Sons into of Liberty. the they, Sons of Liberty go into the Cheers bar and start ripping it apart. A lot of rats. I don't know if Steve Orlando went there one time on a trip to Boston was really upset about it. He's like, this place stinks. It's all full of rats. Uh, and I wanted Norm and Cliff to be Norm's there. Norm's one they of weren't those rats. There. They weren't there. Uh, but yeah, just goofy stuff like that. But yeah, when you get to the end, you are introduced really very quickly. Now, you're very quickly to a couple characters that are going to be important in the book and one that won't be and never was because it's Firebrand, Firebrand. from Steve Orlando's the Unexpected. unexpected. Just getting it the crack kicked out of her by Devastation yeah. and Von Gunther. I'm like, I don't understand why it's we're funny even too. doing this. It's funny because you have Devastation, who's a, a real – it's the dark mirror image of Wonder yeah. Woman is basically the character. Uh, she's beating up Firebrand. And I only think that Steve Orlando, because of Firebrand being an unexpected, this version, saying, everybody knows that Firebrand is a real badass. So yeah. Devastation beating she's her up. She's one of these oh metahuman street fighters. I'm telling you, nobody remembers or knows oh. that character. I just think that that was supposed to prove how badass that Devastation is. But yeah, you end up having the Baroness Von Gunther show up who's putting a together a it's team which a will be the four idea, horse though, this woman. kind of like like these three-part epilogues that we have going on here like i'm telling you the whole thing with the devastation of von gunther beating a fire like firebrand there and the idea is like we ride thunder against wonder woman going forward then we jump back to boston where wonder woman's trying to you know create a seeing still like mirror kind of thing so she could t- like communicate with donna troy only for us to realize that well, we, she can't get a hold of donna troy because she's fighting lex luther as the death ring i'm like and it says like you know see you're the, the like you're the villain hell arisen i'm like don't do that because during Hell Arisen, the Justice League and all the heroes are gone. They've been killed by Perpetual already and sent away. So don't spell that out. But spell out the one shot, the one Deathbringer. You know, you yeah. had that to kind of spell that out. But even the whole out. thing, it's like, all right, then we're going to move on. I'm like this, it never ends because okay, we can't get a hold of Donna Troy. We got freaking devastation and Von Gunther coming, and then all of a sudden, in the news, we find out that the Iron Maiden is getting into a fight at a bar in Boston. Who's a time traveling freaking? I'm telling you, Arx Son of Thunder. This is Arx Son of Thunder's main screen. Who Arx Son of Thunder would end up becoming Telos from Convergence? I'm like, Steve Orlando, you're, you're doing it again, is what you're doing because you just keep bringing these weird characters he is, out. And about. I actually kind of get a smile on my face when he does it now it, it doesn't mean much we're gonna like i said we're gonna go to 5g and this really won't matter that much later but he does like these old characters and answer me to what me, is the day the year and who else to dare me, challenge the blade in honor of the iron maiden man. And I'm telling you, to me, you have devastation. I have a little, you know, things about him. It's Wonder Woman's dark mirror image. She yeah. was given her powers by Kronos and his dark titans. The titans. And she was created by, to be Kronos's champion, like Wonder Woman was for Zeus. She basically is. And you end up having Von Gunther even say, you know, she ruined your legacy, all these things. You should be the big bad, not her. And she did debut in Wonder Woman 143 in 1999 and created by Eric Luke, Eric. And Von Gunther is a big deal. She's been in the TV series. 
series. She was actually one of the people in that Legends of Wonder Woman that I love. And I think most recently it was Wonder Woman Earth One uh, by Grant Morrison. She's part of that. And uh, Valda, the Iron Maiden, debuted in Arc Son of Thunder number three and was created by uh, Roy Thomas in 81. So you have these deep dive deals. Son of Thunder. And yeah, and it's to me, though, a Tell lot of times. You think going to show up? She's going to say, what happened to thee? Right now, please, man, ship, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> if he's listening to this at work, Too everybody's bad how wondering what. Parallax left Telos Palace yeah. on an asteroid yeah, really. at the edge of the universe. Why is Manship down the hall screaming in delight? Why is he skipping <laughs> to the loop? Uh, but yeah, to the, the thing loop. is, yeah, to the loop. When we had, say, uh, Steve Orlando in Justice Skip League of America, bathroom? he ended up, yes, to the loop. You ended up having these recreated characters you ended up having him you know make characters like a prometheus who ended up just ripping through every member of the justice league at one point being brought they down were crying for justice Joe. yeah they, and really they cried to their graves and, and then i cried then, Poor Roy and then they cried more uh he was taken down by a lady with the taser yeah. and the, so usually when the characters show up he skews them in a weird way that eh, they don't really fit these fit I actually, when I saw these and realized who they were and going on, I'm like, this is what you need to do, Steve. When you go back and get these crazy characters that you want to bring back, do it like this because them forming a four horse women, it seems to be what's going on here from the solicits. They're going to call down the is thunder. cool. That's cool. And that is something where you have pretty much her, you know, all of a sudden Wonder Woman has a legion of doom of her own going against her. That is a really, That's the thing really is cool I'm idea. I'm most excited about the idea that we're actually getting these Wonder Woman villains come in because I remember how excited I was when James Robinson brought back Silver Swan just because we're getting like these reimagined classic Wonder Woman villains because we don't have a chance to play with them very often for what we do with Wonder Woman. So when this happens, I do get excited. Yeah. And unfortunately, when we ended up having G Willow take over the book, and unfortunately, you did have like uh, a Gigana, but that kind of was just a little goofy and dim. But then the year of the villain hit, and you had to have Cheetah, Cheetah. and it just Cheetah, Cheetah, Cheetah. You know, really the, more Cheetah Pumpkin than Eater. you on a Friday night. And so all this makes sense to me, and I think it is exciting. And like you said, now that we're talking about it, I think my score has gone up of course because by the end. It just is something like we've won it from a Wonder Woman book. Yeah. And maybe this will even be something like a Rocky who does like Wonder Woman have to kick some butt. She's going to have to kick some butt. new status quo for our hero who's going to be put up against heroes we don't get to see very often. It is often. true. Like the Beastie Boys said, this is the new style. Eric, four and three and two and one. And I think they that my that, score's huh? up to a six out of ten. Yeah, they said it on License to Ill. Uh, they also <laughs> said to be slow and low, it is the tempo. They said a lot of uh, things. Yeah, they did. They said a lot. Uh, they they said they were always on dust. I still don't know. But yeah, I'm going to go six out of 10. I like the art for the most part. There's like a couple the times where it gets a little bit askew, but not far and not for long because most of the stuff looks really good. And I also like Wonder Woman when she ends up picking up the truck. She doesn't really use balance well, and she's so strong that she can pick it up from the front and it doesn't fall. And I don't know what that guy was doing under the truck You're anyway. Weird. But you like weird yeah, parts. Yeah. Yeah, I do like weird parts. Uh, but yeah, what do you get? 6.5 out of 10. I enjoyed the art in this one. It's just one like we were dealing with the main idea of Wonder Woman coming to Boston here, Nora Nunes and everything like that. It was a bit slow part of the book where we just had to pretty much talk about how great Wonder Woman was for a good majority. But once we got beyond that, like there are parts to like about that aspect to it. But once we got beyond that and saw what we're going to deal with Wonder Woman going forward, I did get excited and I look forward to what we get next issue. So yeah, 6.5 out of 10. Plus, I think uh, Nora, she might be a robot the way she's holding that beer. 
Uh, there's something wrong with there's people don't hold beers like that, Eric. I'm telling you, I nurse the people. I nurse the beers with the best of them. I know how to hold. You don't the drink beer. and you don't talk to people. That is true. I, I, I live my life in my head, Eric, in, in my head that looks like a robot holding a beer. Somebody go look at it and agree with me, please. <laughs>